What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another one of these fun little conspiracy break room shows. Um, just what I've been calling it. I, I really don't like the name anymore, but the show's fun. And I'm doing this quick little intro just to remind anyone out there that thinks that this is what the show is permanently now. That's not the case, okay? Um, I just do these every uh, every other week at this point it's been. And it's just to kind of uh, put a little bit of conspiracy talk aside, get to know a little bit about the people that do these shows. And we don't talk conspiracies. So this is the this is the episode that I release every other week that is not conspiracy related, where we do talk about fast food, uh, childhood, uh, you know, maybe some ghetto behavior, things like that. So if you don't like this kind of stuff and you only want conspiracies, I understand that show is throughout the week. Okay, there's three to four episodes every single week for this week that are conspiracy rich, uh, you know, informational and things like that. I'm honored that people out there listen and like the information, feel invested in the show. Um, and then when they feel like it's changing, they get upset. That's that's fine. I get it. But the show's not changing. I know I say this all the time. And a lot of you out there, the normal ones are like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I mean, move on. There's people out there that are slower than you, and they think that every time I release this, even though there's three other episodes a week that are conspiracy and same stuff as the beginning of the show, right? Uh, they think that this is changing into this. Uh, not the case, okay? Um, <clears throat> this one, I did the show with uh, Big Country from Whiskey Beer and Conspiracies. Awesome dude. Very, very friendly guy. I enjoy talking with him. They're doing an awesome show over there, so check out Whiskey Beer and Conspiracies podcast, please. Uh, if you haven't already, just cool dudes. Um, conversational stuff that they do, but very deep diving into uh, a lot of different things, man. Just a, a good group of guys over there. So big thanks to him, uh, sharing all kinds of, uh, you know, childhood things and, and just stuff like that. You know, again, this is meant to be fun, kind of a decompression thing. This is why we do it on the weekend when, you know, Stuff's supposed to be relaxing. I'm in the middle of watching Sunday football. You should be doing something similar, relaxing. I mean, that's kind of what, what the weekend's for, so we're told. So, um, again, separate show, Conspiracy Break Room, airing on the Dangerous World podcast feed. The normal episodes will be out tomorrow. Super excited for the Monday Night Master Debaters. Big thanks to Matt from The Great Deception for you know inviting me on to do those uh, every single week. It's been awesome. Operation Red Pills going on that one. So you can listen over at The Great Deceptions. That should be airing. I believe it'll be either Monday or Tuesday um, early in the week. So keep your eyes out over there. But, uh, you know, I'll be airing one here with a little intro. Getting back to the normal stuff, okay? This is supposed to be fun. Me explaining this much makes it not that fun. So uh, to the dum-dums out there that think that they uh, need to leave a negative review because the show talks about fast food. Hey, it's not the case, okay? So thanks, enjoy this, and enjoy the other shows. Uh, hope you enjoyed the Twitter episode. About to record Cunt with um, Ghost of My Third Eye podcast. If you are hearing this and you haven't sent a voice memo, feel free to do so. Thanks, guys, and enjoy the show. All right, guys, back for another one of these goofy little side shows that I've been doing, and, uh, you know, just constant flow of good guests on this show i mean just uh the really the salt of the earth type people and i got big country here uh making a nice 
appearance. You're the first representative from your great show, Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies. And I found this to be interesting that you're drinking whiskey. I'm drinking beer. And we're talking normally about conspiracies. But, you know, this time we're just kind of fucking around. But what's going on, buddy? Not a whole lot. And that's how you know you're in the Matrix right there. I know, dude. We couldn't have planned this. They wrote the code. You know what I'm saying? They just inserted that little code and we're like, oh, drink whiskey. Yep. That's how it goes. Yeah. I was supposed yeah. to be uh, door dashing tonight and I canceled because I was like, hey, you know, I had to reschedule on you. Felt mm-hmm. like a dick. You were very nice about it. And, uh, you know, we got this one going, but I would have had to reschedule again. But I was like, dude, let's do this instead, you know? Yeah. No. Yeah. Because I messaged you and I was like, hey, man, I think we have to reschedule because we got some some hockey tickets for my kids. So. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. Well, you plug your stuff, and then that might bring us into one of our very first little topics there, sports. So, like, uh, why don't you plug plug all the good work that you and your buddies do, man? This is fun stuff. Oh, man. Yeah. Thanks for the opportunity. Uh, so, uh, one of three hosts of the Whiskey Beer and Conspiracy podcast, uh, other host, Chris and Boya. Uh, we've been doing a show for, gosh, almost three years now. Um, we had a, a different name when we first started. Um, very humble beginnings. Three, you know, four guys at the time, uh, with like a cell phone mic in a shed. Um, and, uh, now we're, we're, we're at, we're at, uh, now, and, and it's, it's an amazing experience and it's been a fun ride and, uh, you can pretty much catch a show on all podcasting platforms. Uh, we're on Rockfin. We, uh, go live on Rockfin and Twitch once a month. Uh, that's free and, uh, looking, looking forward to having some fun conversations. Yeah, dude. I mean, like you guys, uh, you do some solo episodes every once in a while, right? Cause I know that you guys do a lot of guests. Yeah. Um, if one of us misses a show, we'll do a solo episode. Um, we, we try to get a lot of guests on the show. Uh, if we don't have a guest scheduled, we usually do a specific topic. Uh, and, and two other aspects of the show that we've covered before, we just don't do a lot of them, uh, are cryptids and um, uh, paranormal stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then you like uh, your, and, your geopolitics and your like, yeah. you know, sovereign citizen stuff I know you're into. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and, and and from time to time we even do true crime episodes. Ooh, um, so those stuff. are those are fun. Yeah, dude, we get a lot of white girl listeners. Like uh, most of our demographics is male, and then we do that episode, and they flip flop for like one episode, and they it goes right back. But are you interested in true crime personally, or do you do it to oh, try yeah. and diverse your like diversify your audience? No, true crime is fascinating to me. Really, actually, one of my wife and I's favorite shows is. Um, Oh gosh, I can't think of the name of uh, um, with the FBI agents and they. It's about X-Files? the B. No, it's about the BAU. The BAU. Uh, yeah, the Behavioral Analysis Unit. No, uh, Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds. Okay, it's Criminal okay. Minds. And uh, it's some pretty gruesome stuff on there, you know. And I'm sure there's like there's Hollywood aspects to it, right? But my wife and I will fall asleep to that show. Nice. Yeah, that's how you know it's love. It, yeah, but here's the ironic thing is my wife can't watch like the corny slasher movies. Okay. Right. Friday the 13th, anything like that, or, you know, or, or Jason Voorhees, you know, all this stuff or yeah. Candyman, whatever it is. Hey, Candyman's dope though. The new one's good. Uh, I heard it wasn't very good. I enjoyed it. It's just got the political under overtone. Oh, you yeah. Know, weird. Nothing like the original though. That's actually one of my favorites. It is good, dude. I see. I love that. I didn't mean to cut you off, but dude, I mean, we can talk about scary movies at a certain point too, because oh, that's for sure. Shit, dude. But yeah, sorry. <clears throat> continue with what you're saying, man. 
but she, she can't watch any of those like slasher movies, stuff like that. Right. But she could absolutely watch like uh, a documentary on Netflix or whatever from like a, a, a serial killer or, okay. you know, the, the church of LDS that are, you know, buried nuns or whatever and all this crazy shit. Like she's like, yeah, I could watch that before I go to bed. And I'm like, honey, you know that that's real. And Jason's not like a real guy. And she's yeah. Like, yeah, I just can't do it. Just can't do it. That's funny, dude. Are, are you guys like, uh, you know, Christian or are you kind of like, um, you know, atheist, non-religion? I mean, where do you guys fall on that spectrum? Um, Big, big church of Satan guy. Okay. <laughs> Every Tuesdays and Thursdays, you know. Cool. Uh, respect. No, you my wife show. and I are. I guess we would uh, say Christian, non-denominational, um, if I put like a label on it. But um, interesting enough, when I met my wife, she was not a Christian uh, or or uh, she was more agnostic than anything else yeah, just yeah. because she's had some bad run-ins with people who claim to be a certain way and in the church. Really? With a lot of the dogma. And, you know, they're super judgy or they act this way in public, but not at the same in church. So she had some turnoffs and I was like, well, I get that, but this is kind of how I do it. And I don't know if I'm like the patron saint, you know what I'm saying? But sure. uh, I feel like I have more of a relationship with my creator than a religion. That's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. no, that I mean, that's how I think a lot of like reasonable people feel because it is easy to get dogmatic in this shit, man. And you you end friendships and and you know family splinter and shit like that when uh when things don't work out when you're too crazy about it but mm -hmm. i'm trying to find out kind of like how you got this conspiratorial mindset that you have and you have almost a uh a more unique one than like the broad you know idea of what conspiracy theorists are right you seem to have this libertarian streak um i i and i'm not trying to you know uh, categorize you if that's going to offend you or anything <laughs> But, you know, it, it, like there's there's like the basic conspiracy people and then there's people that are trying to look into things that are like actually better shit. And I feel like that's kind of what you're more about. Like I said, yeah. the, in the sovereign citizen shit. Um, how did you grow up, dude? How, how did you get to the point like getting to this this spot where your parents complaining about that shit? Did you hear that from them or was this something that you arrived to like through friends and shit? Uh, this was something that I would say I arrived to through friend. Um, I'll never forget the guy's name. Uh, I remember the, the, the time that it happened. Um, but I, I, f I feel like I grew up in a fairly normal, uh, household, I guess, whatever you would consider normal, I guess, because I was a kid of the nineties. I, I consider a normal household, like two parents, dad worked mom. If she worked, she was home early with the kids. Dinner was ready when dad got home. You know, there was somewhat of a, a uh patriarchy if you want yeah, to call yeah. it that at that time but it wasn't out of disrespect um it just worked and, huh yeah it just it just kind of worked and older brother older sister um go to church on sunday not always my brother had some mix-ups in the law uh which eventually led him to the navy so i got to witness like the good and the bad you know nothing nothing too wild um well, like what kind of stuff you don't mind me asking like and like what age were you what age was he when you're seeing like the crazy shit um so he's 10 years older than i am okay. i'm 33 it's, it's actually like nine and eight months or or whatever it is but okay. we just say 10 um and that was probably when he was like between the ages of like 16 to 18 maybe even earlier than that maybe 15 to 18 
um, and just kind of got mixed up with the wrong cats. Um, sure. Getting into trouble here, fights there, stuff like that. And then getting into arguments with my, uh, with our dad and stuff like that. And, um, but nothing, I mean, is some of the craziest stories that we do have, like, it's not really like, you know, and then he was, uh, he joined a gang and then he was, sure. you know, you know what I mean? It was yeah. nothing like that. It was just, uh, he kind of faced the facts of like, man, I got to kind of change my life up and do things a little differently. And then, uh, uh-huh. when he was 18, he joined up. Um, but, uh, I mean, other than that, it was pretty normal straight straight shit your parents and and everything yeah. were uh, solid like you know foundation and shit like that because oh, that's always yeah, interesting yeah yeah absolutely um and interestingly enough and and maybe this was early early on without even thinking about it but like i kind of grew up uh i was sick a lot so i had uh asthma allergies um massive medication allergies i'm anaphylaxic to milk and dairy products Okay. Um, so I grew up really sick. And so my mom was around a lot trying to figure out alternative methods to help me, um, versus shoving a bunch of pills down my throat just to kind of avoid the world around me, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and this was at a time when you couldn't just, there's, there's no, like no sprouts, you know what I mean? Like you'd have to go to like, uh, I remember my where we grew up, we went to this place called Lum Linda Market. And that's um I want to say it's Mormon, it's like a more a heavy Mormon area or something like that. And so they have very particular guidelines and stuff like that according to their religion. So they would have like these kind of more off the beaten cuff, more obscure pharmacies, but they're not pharmacies, they're like health food stores yeah. where you could find alternative uh, butter that's not made from from cow's milk and stuff like that so i remember from a very early on uh, of, of being in an environment like that and then i just never thought about it again until now when that's kind of like where my wife and i shop um because of the diet that we have you know trying yeah. to just eat as clean as we can but so uh, did your did your mom end up like buying you all kinds of like specialty products to try and get you over these issues then is what you're saying yeah. okay to get to get me over it or to avoid it right because yeah, yeah. you know um at that time most people made dinner every night right? yeah yeah uh-huh. it, it was just a common place to make dinner at home um but it was you know it was milk of this and butter of that and my mom knew that i couldn't have that so she's like okay if i'm gonna make you you know uh, a mashed potatoes or something like that like I got to find something else. So she was out there looking for like rice milk, which I was on for years. Um, and you know, non-dairy cookies and non-dairy huh. chips and stuff like that. So she's kind of ahead of that, of that whole thing then. Cause yeah, dude, it, that, mm-hmm. that didn't really catch on until like real recently. Yeah. So you wonder how many kids are like just pieces of shit back in like the nineties, just because they were on like horrible diets for them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Ah, it's weird. Yeah, man. I mean, it's interesting though. And then, and so you, you've obviously carried that kind of shit on with you. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I'm assuming that you still have like good, good relationships with your parents and shit like that. Yeah. Just because. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. And then how'd you meet these co-hosts of yours? Um, so let me back up for a second. So how I entered into the conspiracy world, I had, I had never seen any of this stuff 
before I was, um, I was 17 and I was a junior in high school and I was sitting in my U S history class. <laughs> no big deal. I took AP, uh, <laughs> And a guy, we were having a conversation about the 9-11 and terrorist attacks or whatever. And he brought up in class, his name was RJ Lobbs. Never forget this. And he goes, watch a movie called Loose Change. And you <laughs> tell me what you think. And at the time, from the time of the attack until I was 18, in my head, I was like, I'm going to the military and I'm going to war. Like, that's just what I wanted to do. My brother was in. Um and, you know, a lot of us grew up pissed off before we knew what was going on. You know what I mean? At what happened that day, because it was during a formidable time for us. And we're like, we're going to go kick some ass, dude. Um, so I was like very, I would say I'm still patriotic, but just in a different way. But at that time, because of 9-11, I was like even more patriotic. I was filled with a lot of rage, rage and hate. And uh, I was like, I'm going to watch this documentary and just tear this to pieces. And that's what started everything. And then eventually I, you know, I ran into Alex Jones and I was listening to his show every day for probably like three, four years. And it just trickled and trickled and trickled. But how I met my co-hosts to the original question. Um, I am married to Chris's wife's sister. That's Boya, right? That's Chris. Okay, okay, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So Chris is my brother-in-law. Okay. Now, he's the Boya, one that can't ever make the damn show when we try yeah. to talk with all three of you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one. He's the busy one with like eighty-two <laughs> kids, and they're all like three foot thirty or thirty foot tall, like giants, and they all <laughs> eat him out of house and home. So he has to work all the time. That's funny. No, he seems like a great dude. That the one time I think I got to talk with him, I think it was once. Yeah, he's like the uh um what would you call him? Like the glue or the skeptic? Yeah, he's the skeptic, but he's the healthy skeptic and not like we're trying to constantly prove something to him. Yeah, yeah. He's always the one that was like, Well, what about this? Why not this? Have you thought about that? And then if it makes sense, he's like, Oh shit, that does make sense. And then he yeah. gets a little tripped out about it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the healthy, the healthy skeptic there. Yeah. So you met him in that way, right? Mm -hmm. That's a pretty nice little relationship that you guys have. Nice glass, by the way. I have Thank the you. same glass, but I fucking lost it. I don't know where it went. Uh, it's a little whiskey tumbler with a yeah. bullet going into it. Yeah, it's a genuine 308. And my brother got it for me for, I think, my 30th birthday. And it says Big Country. And then underneath it has my name, Brian Bender. So dope, dope, dope. that's what I drink on the show with. That's nice. It's a nice one. I use a Waffle House cup myself. Preferably. I dig it. That's I dig nice. it. But so, so how do you meet Boya then? So Boya is a friend of my wife's family. And okay. he was uh, best friends essentially with my wife's other sister's husband. So that was like already a tight knit group. So when I kind of married into it, uh, Boya had already been there before I was even there um, for, I don't know, 10 something years or something like that. So um, and we kicked we kicked the whole thing off one night. We were having uh, a, like a little barbecue at Chris's house. That's where we used to all party when when I lived in California and uh, we were all drunk as shit. 
and we started talking about uh the straw man stuff you know like the the birth certificate and yeah, all that yeah. and then we get into 9-11 and it, we ended up like talking for two and a half hours just standing there and i'm like guys we should start a podcast <laughs> and chris is like what's a podcast and uh <laughs> but you know um that was like i think maybe a week after it was episode one that was three years ago so so let me ask you this yeah do you see any like as the three of you are in this podcast group do you mm-hmm. see anyone as more of the leader or like the the like whether it the leader be the one that's pushing the content forward or making sure that you guys are meeting up at a certain time or whatever because i always thought that it was your podcast and that those dudes were like co-hosts but it's also because i interact with you a lot more right so i don't yeah. you know i don't interact with the other i i barely interacted with chris like i told you and then like boy i've just seen him when uh, you know i've invited you somewhere and then you know it's your show obviously so is is there a straight answer to that or not really? Um, I bet you if you ask Chris and Boya, they'd probably say me um, as far as like the driving force of it. Uh, not to take anything away from them. Um, but I, I try to take the reins. And it was funny because my brother told me one time he was like. Uh, the way you are is how managers want everyone to be. Mm-hmm. but it's not realistic, you know? Um, but then again, I mean, there's times like if I miss a show, then generally like Boya steps up and it's like, I didn't even miss the show. You know what That's I mean? Cool. Yeah, so, yeah. but um, yeah, it's all three of our shows. Absolutely. Um, when we started, I mean, we started uh, all at the exact same time under a different name. And then we, we changed the name and, lost a host but yeah can you share the name or is that something that's like no 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 Uh, he it was dirty well the show was called dirty roro and the boys (laughs) and so so dirty roro uh or robert um was my brother-in-law he's my ex-brother-in-law okay so that's why it's kind of like a sensitive thing okay yeah well i mean we changed the name before like all that stuff happened and then when that happened, then it was just three of us, but we had already changed the name over um, through actually the recommendation of Gordo. So what happened? Like he, he, the this uh, Roro dude was with someone in your family and then like, my wife's sister. Yeah, my wife's and sister and Chris's wife's sister. Gotcha. So that's why it didn't work out. And like, yeah, you guys obviously are going to split split ways. OK, yeah, yeah. It's all amicable. Right? I mean, we still talk to him all the time, so. Oh, okay. So yeah. it wasn't like some fucked up shit. It was just kind of like, you know, people not. Agreeing. Um, Yeah. I mean, not, not to hang his laundry out there or anything like that, but uh, it was like something that transpired and the divorce came about and it, like, we were kind of like, we're not kicking you off the show by any means. And he was like, no, I know I can't do the show anymore. That's kind of cool so, that he understood that then. Yeah, and and it was I mean like like I said, we're still cool with him. He talks to us all quite often and I know he listens to the show. He he hangs out with Boya from from time to time too. Um since was that a conspiracy show as well? Yeah. Mhm. Dope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool that you guys just been into that, man. It's like obviously something that bonds you, but well, um I mean I I'm you know I'm always curious about food shit, dude. And like, you know, we yeah. we you're, we're talking about your childhood a little bit and obviously the past 
Um, when you're sick, when you're, you know, kind of sickly and, and, uh, I mean, obviously it sounds like a lot of it had to do with your diet. Did you get to partake in any kind of junk food or were you like, was junk food like, uh, pineapple and shit like that? No, 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 (laughs) no. I had my, I had my fair share of shit. Um, any, like any candy that wasn't chocolate or had milk in it. So you go hard on like, I can have it. Yeah. But see, this is the thing is like since i was a kid i've always been anaphylaxis to milk so when my mom found that out my mom and dad were like we're cutting out uh everything that's dairy or dairy related from your diet and that's all the shit that makes you put weight on that and carbs i will yeah and i i've i've just dude i i think i weigh right now like 160 maybe like maybe 165 like if i'm doing jujitsu i'm i might be at like 170 but um that's just more because i'm I'm eating more because i'm hungry a lot because you're you know sweating it out every night or whatever but yeah um yeah i just it, it was weird that it just kind of worked out that way you know what i mean like the stuff that that a lot of people actually have a lot of problems with now and i think it's come a little bit more of it's coming to light um as far as the dairy is concerned um that uh it's a heavy byproduct and almost or a lot of foods coming from someone that has to read like ingredients every time i buy something i have to read it still so but huh yeah man i mean i i I think uh like it's weird because i ate a lot of carbs as a kid and i feel a huge difference in my mood when i can cut them out for like a couple days like obviously i'm drinking beers right now um so that that's fucking up my carb thing but like if i'm drinking vodka i'm in a way better mood dude like i'm I'm so much like more of a fun drunk and if i drink whiskey i'm like sloppy and kind of a dick even more so than normal clear it's that clear and dark man it is it's weird Not to say like the dark ones or like the shitty ones obviously i'm just saying well we're not talking about people here come on we're (laughs) talking about fucking the spirits someone's gonna cut that though yeah no shit yeah the the light one the light ones are good the dark ones are bad man (laughs) yeah i'm higher yeah no uh so but but it is interesting that and you have a point there and i and like you get into like all that shit with the rice too like the white rice is supposedly real bad for you the brown rice is good but then there's like arsenic on the outside of the brown rice so it's kind of fucked up but um yeah man i, I mean did did you get into like like a, a like a favorite snack did you ever get to like walk home from school or like that age when you're like you know hitting your first like growth spurt and you're just hungry as fuck all the time you know what i mean what's your like go-to snack in that period were you able to engage in some fuck some fun food yeah okay so i'll I'll say when i was a little younger and i was sick often until i kind of started growing out some of some of these things um i was in the er a lot so the two things that i would get right and you know of course your mom and dad you know you're scared for their scared for your kid they'll fucking give me give you whatever right i do i do it for my son now like the last time he was sick i went out and bought him a dinosaur and i brought it home and he's like ooh, ooh. and i was like yeah i hope you feel better buddy you know it's just that my parents thing. said that too yeah but it was uh mcdonald's to get a happy meal going home and we could go rent a game a video game and that i think that that was kind of what bonded me to video games when i was younger but um my go-to snack and i bullshit you not ryan you can ask my wife you can ask boya his wife chris 
is spaghetti. That's a snack. That's a dinner. That's breakfast. That's lunch. That's, that's not bad. At 2 a.m. But Ollie's... that's like totally against your diet that you're telling me here. Mm-hmm. But that's just something that you just eat. Dude. I, so if it wasn't for my wife, I would have spaghetti probably like four out of seven nights a week. This is like some Garfield shit or something. <laughs> yeah, right? dude, I mean... It really is. Like, I think I need help. I think I need to check myself into a clinic. <laughs> <laughs> well, so... Like... Okay, well, I mean, like, why why would it be spaghetti, though? Because I'm talking about, like, the kid, the, the childhood days, right? And I understand that you were in the, the ER a lot, which is, is wild. Did they give you, like, any kind of, like, was there any good food in there? I mean, like, I'm, I'm really trying to dig down to this kid. No. It was no, just no, no. nothing. No, because at the same rate, I'm in there because I'm allergic to, as far as my mom knows, fucking everything that's everything. here. So she's like, no, he can't. Don't eat that. It's got to be bland. It's got to be this. It's got to be that. So um, the treats at that time was what I would get on the way home. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And it was always it was always McDonald's. Always, always a happy meal. And oh. fucking nobody in my family touches that shit now. But um, I fuck, you- I haven't had McDonald's in I five six years probably yeah happy meal kid and if so oh, yeah. uh mcnuggets or burger or cheese nuggets nuggets i was a nugget sweet guy and sour sauce dude a little four piece yeah little- oh you <sighs> like the sweet and sour seat dude i like i can go back and forth i can go back and forth from what i can go barbecue i can go sweet and sour yeah barbecue is the way to go you ever dip a uh, mcdonald's french fry in the uh barbecue it's real nice as well it's almost Yo, like absolutely so, yeah, that's a uh, what Theo Vaughn would be say something like, "Yeah, that's a, a Tennessee goodbye." That's what we call it. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's a nice little treat. Yeah, and, and you know they had the Szechuan sauce, which I never really got too into, but I know it was good. The reason it was so good was because it was limited. But you know, so McDonald's like is the McRib. The Did you fuck with like Burger King, or was it were you a straight McDonald's kid? Because McDonald's was good for kids, but I feel like the older <laughs> you get, the shittier that is. Yeah. What's interesting, man, <laughs> I don't know, maybe maybe I'm thinking about this because I'm high, but um, it was almost like you were clicked up when you were a kid in the 90s <laughs> with your fast foods. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and there was a thing, like there was like the Ronald McDonald gang or whatever, but then Burger King had the Burger King Kids Club. Yeah. There was like a kid in a wheelchair. And there's yeah. like, a, of course, a redheaded kid with like glasses, like fucking Chucky. So it's yeah, like, yeah. depending on what was closest and what your family ate was like, what fast food gang you belong to. Okay. Hey, I don't. I, don't I was always it. a McDonald's kid, but I knew like buddies that would be like, oh yeah, I I love Burger King, and I'm like, uh, fuck Burger King, and I've probably had it once maybe in my life. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you know, we used to like Burger King as a kid. We used to like McDonald's because both of them had the like 88 cent cheeseburgers back then. Oh, yeah. My cousin was a um, a huge fan of Carl's Jr. But that was because it was down the street from his house. He lived a couple towns over yeah, from yeah. us. But it, he was like, oh, man, have you ever had the chicken stars and, and this hey. and that? And I was like no what is this foreign food because <laughs> what is that satanic food these fucking <laughs> pentagrams <laughs> dude they dude see they they hurt us even by our fast food choices dude 
<laughs> no, I know, man. But that, see, that's the thing up. with these burgers. Like we'd be out riding bikes and my mom would know where we were. And she would just bring literally like 20 burgers. She spent like $16 on burgers and just get us a fucking bag full of burgers. And we just yeah. have that all day and be yeah. riding around. Someone would have to be fucking in charge of carrying the burger bag. Right. And like, you know, it, it was just. Yeah, that's the shit, dude. But I mean, like, I got another question for you with McDonald's, too. Uh, okay. Breakfast order as a child. I'll tell you mine because mine was kind of unique. I know a lot of people want to say McMuffin because they feel pressure to say it. Right. Really, what I would get as a kid would be a individual sausage patty, a hash brown, and then a single pancake on the side. I'd go old school uh, individual items. Right. A lot of people get the sandwiches and shit. I don't see that as the way to go. But how do you feel about the breakfast at McDonald's? Breakfast at McDonald's as a kid. You see, we're linked up. They put another code in the matrix because mine's very similar to yours. Not because of uh, uh, desire, because of I have to. Yeah. Okay. So I had to have an individual patty with no bun because my mom doesn't know if there's milk in it. Okay. And then I would have two hash browns, okay, and an orange juice. Oh yeah, orange if, juice is necessary. If, yeah, if we made breakfast, that's what I would have to have, because my mom can't, you know, uh, risk the biscuit. Yeah. And then my son goes into anaphylaxis, and it's not like when you go into anaphylaxis because it's happened uh, two times that I can remember, probably way more but as conscious I can remember. And it's not like a guarantee fix. Like it's not, if you go to the hospital, they give you a shot, a shot of epinephrine and a shot of Benadryl. There's no guarantee that that will save your life. Huh? You know what I mean? It's so it's a kind of a crazy thing, um, which is why anaphylaxis is taken so seriously at the hospitals and stuff like that. But um, yeah, that was my my basic ass McDonald's ass bitch ass, you know. Dude, I that's, get it. I'd ask for a toy. I'd ask for a toy. No, yeah, you got to get a toy. But I mean, like the thing is, yeah, they usually don't come with these breakfast meals. I don't know why the fuck they thought that was okay. But <laughs> yeah, dude, no, I didn't even realize that anaphylaxis was that serious. I thought it was just something like as long as you get your shot, and then you're good, right? Like I thought that it was like your throat closes, and then you yeah. get a shot, and then you're good. I, dude, I. A shot of epinephrine is basically just a fucking um, like a massive, massive steroid. Essentially, interesting, interesting. It's Dude, it's so far the name of the episode here is anaphylaxis and fast food gangs. <laughs> I dig that, dude. <laughs> that's tie. That's a t-shirt idea right there. <laughs> but no, man, that's wild, dude. And so, like, yeah, it is kind of like a. Uh, it's got to be an interesting childhood when you just can't eat all the shit that the cool kids are eating. Yeah, I know. I, I, I faced a little bit of that when I was younger. Like um, somebody would ask me like, oh, like what's your what's your favorite like chocolate or whatever, like candy bar, you know, like mine was OK. Here's my favorite Skittles and Starburst. Sure. Because that's basically all I had then. Right. In the 90s, there was like 12 candy bars or whatever. Uh. And they'd be like, oh, Reese's is Reese's. I was like, oh, I've never had a Reese's before. And they go, oh, yeah. how do you, like, how are you alive? And then they're what? like, this guy hasn't had a fucking Reese's. Yeah, they're like, obviously, like, he should have a placard on his car. Damn. Um, but it was, uh, it, it kind of 
started uh it never really it, maybe it bothered me when i was younger but as i got older i'm like dude I've, I've this is the way i've been since i've been alive so yeah, i yeah. don't know differently than this you damn know? dude yeah i'm trying to think of my favorite gummy i mean do you eat chocolate these days i mean i because i eat gummies I, i'll fuck with some gummies but i've always yeah. been a chocolate kid yeah um i mean i can have any chocolate like because i'm not allergic to chocolate i'm allergic to the milk in the that they make the chocolate with Okay. So <laughs> I've had chocolate since and, and cocoa and all that stuff. And um, we get these uh, non-dairy chocolate bars at the health food store that we get our groceries at. So, um, yeah, I've, I've had chocolate before. Interesting. So I'm trying to think of my favorite gummy, my favorite gummy candy. And not maybe not necessarily gummy. I mean, gummy, gummy might be in a, in a separate category. Like these days, this is a new question, a new trifecta question. I don't think I've asked. It, your favorite type of candy, chocolate, sour, hard sour, or gummy? That's gummy. a serious question there. You're, yeah. you're going gummy. Why? Well, I would go uh, gummy, and if there's like a sidebar category, like because I would go, yeah, favorite gummy worms or saltwater taffy, <coughs> Okay, which I would like consider the- gummy. Uh, I consider that sour, or like hard candy, I would, okay. even though it's not hard. Gummy, I consider like trolley, like peachos, peach rings, okay, uh, gummy okay. worms, gummy bears. Okay, uh, I see you're doing you know. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's tough not to throw airheads and shit in there and taffy, but you know, gummy's yeah. gummy. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's like porn. Like, what? Who was that senator that said? You know, I don't know what porn is, or I don't know. You know, but I know I don't know how to describe it, but I know what I'm seeing it, or something like that. Yeah, that's what a sour candy is, dude. When you're talking gummy worms, do you like the regulars or the sours? Regulars. You don't like that sour one. Uh, I'm not opposed to it. It just is that the same with Skittles. Are doing. Sure. Uh, no, I prefer the purple pack. Is that the tropical? Uh, that's the light. That's the blue pack. This is how fucking much of these I've had because that's all I got. When okay. I was... Huh. Rainbow is light blue, and the purple. The purple pack is like red, purple. Um, yeah, I think it's just red and purple. Okay. Well, hey, I mean, I, I will take it for sure. I think that we've had the questions like where it's like, the you know, the favorite carb, uh, breakfast carb. I think that you said that yours was a waffle, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, waffle. So you like the waffle. I disagree. Fuck a waffle up. I mean, that's fine. Um, do you have, uh, more, more importantly, I think, do you eat frozen pizza? And if so, do you have a specific kind and specific topping set that you enjoy on these frozen pizzas? So, uh, we actually do a pizza night every Friday night at my house. It's pizza and movie night. Okay. Um, so we, we do a homemade pizza, um, and we watch a movie or attempt to watch a movie with our 19 month old, um, (laughs) We used to do we do frozen from like the health food store that we get um, would get them at, um, and it's a company called Daya. They make a lot of gluten free non dairy stuff, so it's like a big big name company. Um, nice. But those would those would be like the base pizzas, and then we would get stuff that we want to add on to it. Okay, um, it'd be so like you go a, cheese. And yeah, then you cheese just throw shit on there. Yeah, it would be like cheese and pepperoni. Or whatever, but so this um, is very fancy. This is very yeah. fancy. No, yeah, this isn't. This isn't DiGiorno. 
Yeah. It doesn't uh, sound. It's not delivery either. It's a no. aphrodisiac pizza. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was that good in your mouth, dude. Ooh. Well, so so what are you throwing on this thing? Are are we doing vegetables and shit, or is there any yeah. crazy meats? Because I'm wanting some crazy meats on here. Well, here's 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 big country's pizza. Okay. I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a lot of shit. I might get people that will unsubscribe to the show just. Because it better not be it. like double black olives and fucking no, no cheese. No, no. Well, okay. before okay, before non dairy cheese was a thing, there in my pizza there would be no cheese. Wow. Yeah. Now now it's a, a widely available option for a lot of pizza shops. Not maybe sure, sure, sure. But um, so I put cheese on there now, right? So, but I do tomato sauce, cheese. Um, I will do ground beef. Don't hate or it. or pepperoni. Okay. If they have can, one, I'll take the other. Hey, you can do both, but okay, you can do, we'll both. do both. Last meal, right? This is that scene <laughs> from Signs when Mel Gibson asks his family, like, "What do you want to eat tonight? Anything?" That's, I don't that's have heavy. I, I already said spaghetti. That's already cooked and on the side. So we're doing sure. pizza. Hey, spaghetti uh, pizza is a thing too. Mm, God damn it! Uh, all the people in like poor countries with no food they're like <laughs> you mean you put multiple things on the same meal i don't get it you take a meal and put it on another meal that's like uh like the, the uh cake and a shake that fat mexican comic with gabriel and glacius or whatever <laughs> likes to put a cake and a shake yeah dude uh so what's going on this pizza we're talking we're talking the dairy-free cheese the the red sauce yeah red sauce ground beef uh let's do pepperoni. ground beef pepperoni uh i'm doing green bell peppers not a, hey, I don't hate it. I'll allow that. Um, uh, red onions. Okay, stronger, stronger flavor. Yes. Pineapple. Oh, get the fuck out of here! This you see, is the problem. This is what. Well, look how many you're getting thumbs down. We're live right now. They're like, boom, <laughs> subscribe. No, I uh, get the I get the whole fascination with pineapple and pizza. I I mean, I think it's phenomenal. I think it's a different. Uh, set of taste buds you know how some people say that there are like npcs in this world yeah and then there's some people that aren't npcs i'm not saying people that like pepperoni on pizza or or pineapple on pizza are worse than people that do not uh whatever the vice the, the word would be they are uh just different it's a different set you see things a little different the way i see the color red maybe you see the color red differently because i think that your taste buds absolutely opposite when you like that but it's not again it's not a bad thing yeah and if i'm getting dicey i will put some jalapenos on that too that's the only way that pineapple is acceptable <laughs> on pizza, is if there's something hot to offset it right because like that's why mango habanero wings are so good habaneros by themselves are hot as fuck throw a little mango in there yeah we're getting good so yeah. hey i don't hate it Ground beef with pineapple sounds wrong, though. Uh, it sounds bad, but you had like that a cat, like a cow fucking a pig. Mm. Mm. Have you had that before then? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you like it, that's fine. I'll tell you exactly why I am the way that I am, but I've already alluded to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when you, when you grow up not being able to eat a whole lot of things, whatever mom and dad would put in front of me, I'm fucking eating it. doesn't matter if it sucks or if it doesn't taste good. Like this is what I got. So 
uh, normally I, my wife is extremely impressed with how much I eat. <laughs> um, or she's like, do you want this? Yeah, I want that. Or do you want the skin off my chicken? Absolutely. Or I've got a extra little bit of this. Cause it was like, not to say other people are just, you know, wasteful or whatever, but it was ingrained in me for so long that it was like, if you're not eating that, I will eat that. As okay. long as it's like in my circle, you know what I mean? I mean, that's good though, dude. I, 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 um, hey, you know, I'm talking a lot of shit about pineapple pizza. You put a piece of fucking pizza in front of me with pineapple on it. It looks good. I'm going to eat it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not a skinny kid over here. So yeah, I, no, eat you're, shit. you're a hot dude. Come on. I mean, I'm not obese, but I know I could, <laughs> I could lose 20. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm fucking fat as fuck over here, Brian. My bills are paid, Amy. No, dude. Yeah, no, I, I definitely get a lot of protein. I'm a big dude, I'm, but I'm not like this fucking little skinny guy. I'll eat a fucking pineapple pizza, but, you know, uh, it's just not my choice. And I understand that. That's good to not waste, dude. We waste yeah. a lot of food here. Um, not intentionally. We just like we have like, dude, it, the shit that we make on like a afternoon on a weekday. It's the reason I'm broke, dude. It's the reason that I have zero money like any extra cash at all we'll just make like what most people would eat for dinner we'll make for lunch and it's not like a massive portion it's just like yeah steak you know we're having some steak and some fucking uh you know mashed potatoes or whatever i'm not eating carbs that much anymore but green beans asparagus shit like that yeah so no dude it's uh it's good to not waste man you know that that you do your best you do your best well I try to eat it all. That's what I try and do. But yeah, that's what I'm I saying. Like, <laughs> if I don't eat it, you know, the wife doesn't eat it, the kid doesn't eat it, the dog's gonna eat it. So, yeah, I hear you, dude. Do you do you fuck with ice cream? Are you able to eat ice cream like these days? The the, the yeah. new uh, is all it dairy non dairy? Yeah, non dairy and yeah, ice cream sandwiches and ice cream and you got a brand real quick because I'm a big fan of Halo Top. I don't know if you've seen this. The shit's yeah. actually it's expensive, but. Mm-hmm um dia has been the most successful dia d yeah it's so it's d a i y a okay i think that's how you spell it i'll have to check that out i Um, like a nice dairy-free ice cream and it's dairy-free it's gluten-free because generally if it's if it's gluten it'll probably be dairy-free but if it's dairy-free it might not be gluten-free but they have a little bit of both um and uh, they've been most successful as far as like taste and flavor goes, because there I swear to God, dude, when I was a kid going through all that and my mom had found uh, a non-dairy ice cream, it was called Rice Dream. That was the company that makes Rice uh, Dream. Yeah, Rice Dream. It's rice milk. Yeah. And um, they still sell it in cartons and stuff today and ice creams and stuff, but they had one flavor and it was vanilla and it it might have sucked a bag of of donkey dicks, but I was like, dude, I'm eating ice cream for the first time. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not the kid on the short bus anymore. You know what I'm saying? So that's dope, though, dude. I mean, I don't know. It sound. Do you feel like you're uh, like honestly? Do you feel like you missed out on life by not being able to eat that stuff, or do you feel like it's just kind of like good? Uh no, man. It's it's kind of a blessing in disguise almost it's um i don't feel that i missed out and i had nothing against that food i'm just like i know i can't fucking have it um but you know knowing what i know now about that type of 
food, you know, um, was was in there, but it had no like it had no conspiracies like any like anything to do with conspiracies. But when I was like, well, like when I was a kid, that was ingrained in me. Like, oh, I can't fucking have that. Mm. Right. I have to eat this alternative food. Uh, and then I got a little bit older. You grow out of stuff. Didn't really care as much. But now that that I'm married and I have a son, that stuff like clicked back on. And it just so happens that that stuff is generally, for the most part, better for you as long as it's you know organic, non-GMO, gluten-free, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, grass-fed beef, whatever it may be, um, is what you should be eating now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's just kind of weird how it all kind of connected for me in that way. Huh. Yeah, it's interesting, man. It's crazy. It's crazy that like uh cause dude, I mean like eating this shitty food that I've been eating, I'd be like, damn, man, it's kind of rough to not be able to eat that stuff. Like I always yeah. used to feel bad for my cousin, my co-host, uh old co-host. Brandon's not he's not able to eat peanut butter, dude. And that's like my favorite fucking thing is peanut yeah. butter. You know, yeah, but you know, if you never eat it and or if you look at it and you're like, yeah, that will kill me, you know, it doesn't have the same appeals. So I get, yeah, but it's uh, it's interesting because, um, there's a lot of things that I wasn't allergic to, allergic to that if you think nowadays, if someone was allergic to something like milk, oh, you must not fuck with nuts, you know what I mean? You kind of get bunched into this group, and that's like something that I'm not allergic, I'm not allergic to any nuts, um, which I know is a big allergen. Yeah, along with milk, but it just so happened that it turned out that way. I mean, I have my own theory as to why I am the way that I am, and I think it's because of, um, I don't know if I can say it on your show, but you can say whatever you want. Oh, vaccines. Oh like, yeah, I we said that I, earlier. Yeah. yeah, I think that was my adverse reaction to the vaccines. Like it might not have been autism or ADHD or whatever, but I'm severely allergic to a lot of foods. But if I can take it down this conspiracy road, if if you're ready for that, sure. I gotta let me pour a little bit more whiskey in my glass. Go ahead, drink it all. Because this is gonna get really interesting. And I've only told I, I've said this a couple times, but it's like if you might have missed that portion of the episodes, then then you wouldn't know that I've said this before on the show. But so like I was saying earlier, I'm anaphylaxis to milk right dairy um shellfish is another big one interestingly enough i'm also the exact same way with antibiotics interesting i can only have two antibiotics that i know of three and that's um erythromycin z-pack or uh, zithromycin and flagell flagell is for like bacteria really i had thrush in the hospital one time they had to give me flagell for that one um so that's three that i know of so when something was going on with me when i was younger uh they had to try these medications right you you try your penicillin amoxicillin all the cillins uh seclor suprax sulfa uh, augmentin biaxin like these are probably medications that most people don't know what they are. These antibiotics. I know what they are because I had to go through a list of taking those mm. and then going into anaphylaxia. And then they bring me out of it. And then you go into the next one because that obviously we can't use that antibiotic. Right. Well, so we know all that. 
So my wife and I get married. We wait a year and we take our honeymoon to Ireland and we're in Dublin and we had been in contact with Gordo from those conspiracy guys for a while. When we started our show leading up to it, he was like a big inspiration for our show, including Sam. And um, I was like, Hey man, uh, if you're free on Tuesday, uh, I'd love to have maybe lunch with you if you, if you got time. And he's like, Oh yeah. Like when, when I'm out there, we can definitely do something like that. Cause he was planning an American tour. This is right before COVID happened. Mm-hmm. We went in um, August of 19 is when we were in Ireland. And I was like, no, dude, I'm in Dublin right now. And he was like, oh, shit. Yeah, we can fucking meet, bro. So we met up, we had lunch, and I was explaining this all to him. And two nights before that, my wife and I had dinner at this pub. And on an Irish menu, um, basically, they have like a chart, like an index. So you know what's in what you're ordering. Mm Mm-hmm. So one is wheat, two is nuts, three is dairy, four is gluten, five is whatever, right? They label all the big allergens. So when you go to order something, let me get a number seven. Well, if you look at number seven, okay, it's a it's a cheeseburger with, with chips. It'll be like, okay, it's got one, three, five, and seven. Mm-hmm. And you go look at the chart, one, three, oh, shit, I can't have seven. So I'm not going to order that. Or I know that I need to take that off or whatever. So I had dairy Irish butter two nights before. Like my wife thought I was a crazy person and I was like, I'm just going to try it. Nothing happened. Wow. Right. So then I'm telling the story to Gordo and Gordo goes, do you actually believe that you're allergic to the milk? Like the byproduct of the cow. Or are you allergic to what they're giving the cows in America? So I didn't know in Ireland um, if an animal is given any type of uh, growth hormone or antibiotic, they're, uh, they cannot be used of, for byproducts in any way, meat or dairy or cheese or you know whatever it may be. Yeah. Right, they have strict laws over there, and then their then their meat's delicious because you can almost taste what the cows have been eating or lambs have been eating. Yeah, it's yeah. very earthy. Um, and I went, holy shit, man! I know I'm anaphylaxis to milk, but I also know I'm anaphylaxis to antibiotics. So, is it possible that? The antibiotics that they give that they give cows in America goes into their byproduct, the milk. I drink the milk. I have an anaphylaxis not to milk, but to the antibiotics, which, in my head, makes sense now because I can have uh, direct from Ireland Irish butter from a cow, yeah, no yeah. problem. Same thing with their dairy and their cheese. As long as it's from Ireland, like a direct import, I have no problem with it. And this might sound far-fetched, right? Because somebody could think that I'm pulling the story to, to, you know, make light of the situation or whatever. But there's an episode that we did. uh, It's behind our paywall. 
the Hooligan Tavern, but I talk about um, how one night my wife almost inadvertently like killed me. And this was like three months ago that this happened. So you can go back and listen to that episode. But what happened was, was my wife made uh, chocolate chip cookies. And she used a gluten-free flour mix from the same company that we always buy the same product from. But it was a different... um, like brand like like same company but it was like instead of being gluten-free all-purpose this mix it was same company uh gluten-free xx this mix right Mm -hmm. and they didn't have the one that we normally get so we just got that one grabbed it went on our way so she cooks these they don't rise correctly you got to become like a, a fucking wizard when you cook mm. with gluten like yeah, non-gluten yeah. stuff yeah it's fucking wild i tried to do it's, some pancakes the other day it does not work it's it's tough dude you got to find like the right like it's got to be exact and all this shit which is not a you know it's not a bad thing to have a type of skill in the kitchen anyways but um and they don't rise correctly so it basically turns into like a brittle on the sheet which you can still eat it still tastes great but they didn't you know they turned like a more of like a giant brownie sheet instead of being like cookie chocolate so i'm high one night my wife makes these i go out there and i go oh baby these didn't turn out she's like yeah but she's like they still taste good so like i eat like a whole leg down the cookie sheet and like an l yeah i'm smashing this because i have the munchies and I turned to my wife and I go, babe, I was like, my throat is really itchy right now. <laughs> and she's like, what have you been eating? I was like, I just ate the, the cookies thing that you made. She's like, well, everything is the same as last time. And then she goes, except for that flour. So I grab the flour out, I flip it over and there's buttermilk in it. <laughs> so now, um, the way the ingredient charts work is whatever's on top has the most. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then she's it's usually water and like a liquid, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then like the very last ingredient is the least amount, you mm-hmm. know, blue 40, red dye 90, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever's making your dick small, but yeah. Um buttermilk's number two. Now now my throat's really getting swollen and itchy. My face starts breaking out. And I'm 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 high, so I'm paranoid. Now, the one thing at home you can do cuz we have we have EpiPens at our house. Yeah, yeah. is to counteract an allergic reaction is you've got to take something like Benadryl. Something that has antihistamine or dipahydramine in it. Um, to counteract the reaction. So I, my son has some, and I chug an unhealthy amount because I'm genuinely scared. Yeah, yeah. Well, and dude, when you're high, and and if something's scaring you, it's a lot worse. Oh, Anyone dude. out there that doesn't smoke, it really freaks you out, dude. So my son is sleeping in his crib, and my wife. It's like getting EpiPens ready. 
And now I'm also freaking myself out at the same time in my head because I'm like, not only am I high, so I'm on a depressant, right? But now I'm taking another depressant because Benadryl, antihistamine, it'll put you to sleep. That's the, that's the point of it. So now I'm like, I'm going to sleep and I'm going to sleep. And I'm afraid what's happening to me right now could kill me. Dude, I was having conversations with myself in my head of like, I'm not going to watch my son grow up. Uh, <laughs> dude, I was genuinely fucking scared, oh, man. And being high made it, like you said, dude, a thousand yeah, times worse. Exponentially worse. It was, yeah, it was, it was rough shit, man. So it was a wild ride for sure. <laughs> Damn. And how long? I mean, like, how did so you go to the hospital, right? And like, how how long are you there? I didn't. Have, we didn't end up going to the hospital. So the difference between um, it's anaphylaxia with generally with anything within your face, your airways. Um, how you know it's bad is if you have trouble breathing. Okay. So your throat closing is 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 anaphylaxia. And and the hospital won't fuck around with that either. But the difference is, is if you can breathe normally, um, you're still a you're a rush, but you're not like straight to the back. Okay. Because um, what they would probably do is use, is start with Benadryl or something like that, injection of Benadryl. Um. Now, even through all that terror that I was experiencing through, you know, the devil's lettuce. <laughs> um. I kept having to remind myself that I can still breathe normally. Yeah. So I I was almost calming myself a little bit um, until the the medicine started started taking effect. I slept on the couch on the couch that night, like sitting up, and my wife kept checking on me every so while, and and uh, I ended up going. I wake I woke up and went to work the next day. It was a Friday night, so it was Saturday I had to work, but uh. My throat was still sore the next day, kind of a little like restricted, but more of a discomfort than than the oh shit. Um, But it lasted a couple days. So, yeah, it was fucking. It was a trip, man. It is weird, man. You know, I I, I'm not allergic to anything, but I know like a lot of fucking (laughs) like my cousin is. And that dude, like, you know, like I said, he can't touch peanuts. He always knows that there's peanuts and shit. And uh, it's a trip, man. It, it's like a, a whole different thing that's going to fuck with you in this crazy ass world. But yeah, it's interesting, man. So, I mean, uh, you have you have a couple kids, right? Just one. Just one. OK. Yeah, I have one. You had a boy and a girl. I got one. Boy has got uh, three. Chris has four. OK. Oh yeah, and you guys just got done like taking a little time for yourselves. Shit was chill. Yeah, yeah. Um you I relax. Well, you know, I wouldn't say that we stepped away from the show, but it's like I I can tell because we have a group chat that we use between uh myself, uh Boya, Chris, and then my my brother who helps out with the show quite a bit. He actually built our website for us. Yeah. Um but um I'll know when everyone's like on their own mental break. It's like when no text messages go through that group and in like a, in like a 48 hour period. I'm like, Oh, everyone's chilling out right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like we'll reconvene Monday, you know, that's good. Well, hell yeah. 
No, it's yeah. good, man. No, I I uh, appreciate you just getting on and fucking like talking a little bit and sharing some shit, man. You know, like uh, some of those stories are pretty interesting, dude. Like it's uh, it's always kind of scary to feel like you're gonna die and then you know the hospital's not taking it too serious until it's like crazy. So yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's good, man. Fuck. But you know, you didn't get to have uh, too much junk food, but that's probably good. You know, it's probably a good thing that you don't get to fucking eat all uh, crazy over there, but. Uh, I see that you're in the hockey, which is dope. Uh, not a big sport here in the U.S., I will say. Not a huge one. But, yeah, you got a team out there. Yeah, Philadelphia Flyers. Philadelphia Flyers. Okay. Um, I was watching the game before we started, actually. We're getting our dicks pushed in tonight. But, um, yeah, hockey is like... It's weird, man, because hockey is number one in, like, my household. For sports, right? right? And then yeah. football's number two. But here's okay. the thing: I, I, no one in my family, uh, grew up watching hockey. We'd never played hockey. It was not something fun. that was just in my house. It was like baseball, football, baseball, football. My sister played softball and and stuff like that, and basketball. Um, but it was just our household was like football, baseball, and then I was 15, dude, and I was in high school as a freshman. I flipped on scrolling through like cable. You remember cable TV, dude, back when shit was dope. Yeah, of course. And uh, you're scrolling through the channels and I flipped on a hockey game. And I was like, I've never even watched one of these before. And the Flyers uh, were playing the Ottawa Senators and the Flyers were beating the fucking piss out of them. I saw like three fights. I was like, oh, they can fight. What's that? What is, is this? Like, is this in the Saudi Arabia? What's going yeah, on yeah. right now? Um, and I just thought it was totally bitching. And then, uh, I thought the flyers had like a cool logo. So that was like, Oh, that's two pluses. And then I was like, die hard ever since then. And then hockey became like just number one. That's done. And, uh, and I started playing when I was like 21. I got a, I got a pair of skates ready for my kid when he that's hits sick. when he's two. So dude, I've never gotten into it, man. I've never gotten into it for some reason. I've never well, gotten that's because the coyotes are terrible. The coyotes suck, but I mean, well, yeah, it's <laughs> Arizona, dude. I mean, you know, aren't, aren't you in Texas? Mm. Kansas. Okay. Well, they, I mean, come on. What kind of team they got out there? They don't have one. I know. I mean, well, like, there's St. <laughs> St. Louis and Missouri, but. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's nothing out here for. There's the Ice Cats, I think, are the. Uh, are the minor league team their the, ahl team or well whatever. the u of a the university of arizona i think i thought that mm. they had one is that one is yeah that an actual team yeah so, i don't know man it's just you know what's team. interesting is is i was actually really surprised and your listeners might be surprised too that in san diego there's five ice rinks right there's a junior team out there or there was a junior team out there called the junior goals now they're the san diego goals which okay. is which is Anaheim's minor league team. Um but San Diego State has a hockey team. Now in 2017 no, I'm sorry. 2000 2012 um I was accepted to San Diego State and my goal was to go play hockey for them. At that time they were just a club team, which means you had to pay to be on the team. Yeah, yeah. Now they're a division one college hockey program. Damn. And so you could have gotten in on some shit. 
Well, yeah, but it's like no one thought that like a, a a club team would turn into a D1 hockey uh, program in San Diego. And it was so interesting that that two of their biggest rivals are uh Santa Barbara also in California on the fucking beach, but then University of Las Vegas, the UNLV um fucking pirates or bandits or whatever yeah, the yeah. fuck they are. So like the University of Las Vegas their biggest rival is like San Diego's hockey club. It was just kind of interesting that there's, there was more hockey in California that there is in Kansas and Kansas freezes every year. Huh? Yeah. It's weird. That's weird. I mean, you don't think of it. You think of like dust bowl shit, you know, like that's what yeah. you really think of when you think of Kansas, but yeah, it's wild, sure. dude. I mean, yeah, no hockey, hockey is interesting. And when people get into it, it's got like the, the most fanatic fan base, right? Like the, the people that like hockey love it. There's yeah. not really many casual hockey fans out there. I don't think so. What you yeah. you do think that there's casual? No, hockey? no, no, no. I'm saying I I don't think there's a lot of casual. Like they're diehards, fans. right? Yeah, like they're all they're, like all the hockey fans I know are diehards. Yeah, because no one's pushing it down your throat. With football, it's like you know the Super Bowl is the biggest damn event of the year. There's always some weird ritual at halftime. So a bunch it's of like, kids go missing. Yeah, dude. Everyone wants to watch it. Everyone wants to be a part of it. The UFC, which is kind of like one of these like underground sports too. There's so many casual fans because it's fighting, you know, yeah. like hockey. It's a low scoring game. It's like usually like less than like fucking five points scored between both <laughs> teams, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's a very, very low scoring game. So, you know, we're, we're used to basketball and football here in the U.S. Um, but yeah, dude, no hockey. Hockey seems to be a fun one. Just never gotten into it, man. Yeah. I've been addicted to collecting UFC cards lately. I've been going and buying packs. Uh, yeah, no, dude. I um I started a hockey card collection for my son. So I every every time we go to like maybe Target or something like that, I go check out the, the you know hockey cards and stuff like that, and grab them grab a pack. But um, I started a little side gig too, where I sell like used uh retro video games and yeah, yeah. And consoles and stuff. But but I also do trading cards and stuff like that. So. I got like Mortal Kombat trading cards and baseball cards and football cards and Do you um, fuck with whatnot? Uh I I th- I tried it one time and it was really confusing to me, just the way it was kind of ran. And I was like, man, I'm already doing the show and I'm I got this little side thing and I'm still a dad, so it's like I'm like, ah, I don't know if I want another thing to like set a schedule for and you know, do something like that, but yeah, I want to fuck with whatnot, dude. It's fun as fuck. Like I, I just been watching stuff on there, and it's so fun. Like there's something about that when you see someone like how they sell the packs of cards. They'll sell like a stack of unopened cards, right? And then they'll like take uh, an open packet or a un, an, a sealed package, and you know the the owner, the guy that bought that whole stack, picks which pack they're opening. The guy opens it, and you get to see all the like cards in that one pack. It's yeah. just fun. It's like some of those reveal like uh reaction type videos and like yeah. all that shit that's popular but dude people are killing it on there and dude, i want to try and fuck with it a little bit well here's the interesting thing man and um if anyone thinks some bullshit and you can go back and listen I've said it numerous times when that uh i can't think of it right now, probably because i'm high what, what are those fucking uh nfts yeah yeah okay that was hot like a year ago, eight months, whatever it was, right? 
And we always said on the show, I don't get it. I don't get why they're selling. It's fucking dumb. It just made no sense to me why um, the same picture of, of a bearded chimpanzee, one sells for like $40, but then the one with the, the uh, you know, backwards blue hat sells for like $200 million. You know, like it just didn't make any sense. It To me, it just sounded with living in the, the world that we do. I'm like, oh, this just sounds like money laundering. Yeah, yeah. Right. And it was just fucking dumb start to finish. But then now looking at it, do the, the huge market right now is trading cards, basketball cards, ba- uh, baseball cards, football cards, uh, college, uh, UFC, uh, all this stuff. Right. But these are tangible items yeah. that people are desiring again. Which, it's coming back around because all the '90s kids that were that were in, addicted to that stuff, like just wanting the cool stuff. The '80s kids too, with garbage pill kids and shit. Garbage pill kids shit. They're selling in Target again. They're not the original cards. They're like miniature versions yeah. and little figures. Pound but all puppies. that stuff when the '90s kids are now adults. That's when shit's getting fun again, man. And hopefully, you know, yeah, we get back to more of that '90s shit. Yeah, because the generation after us fucked it all up. Well, yeah, and the ones before it too, man. Honestly, the '90s kids are the best. I say it all the time. There, the, there was better hip hop in the '90s. There was better movies. There was better heavy metal. There was better everything in the '90s. The '80s had a couple good heavy metal bands, but that was about it. Uh, there's some decent music, but that's a really about it. I don't think the movies were better. I don't think, you know, cartoons were better. Really, I think '90s cartoons were the shit. 90s is just the way to go, dude. So the kids yeah. that are growing up now and they're getting a little older, it's the reason the world's going to get slowly get better at this point. That's what it is, man. Like there was nothing from our childhood that came out that I didn't think was cool. Exactly. The only the only difference of it being like, oh, if it was for a girl, you know, or something like that, you know. Yeah. But it was like every new toy, every new board game, every show, every movie. It's like everybody did the same thing um and agreed that it was awesome like nobody yeah. was not impressed yes gel pens something. remember gel pens yeah dude, dude gel oh, pens were dude. cool gel, dude it didn't matter what it was we whether it was soaps or uh jinko jeans or whatever it was like all this stuff that came out was new and unique but nobody was pissed yeah or unimpressed or yeah i had to have what was better because what was better wasn't even out yet you know what i mean yeah there were some things though where there were i'm trying to think of stuff like when pokemon was huge Yu-Gi-Oh! they were trying to make big and it never really caught on until recently now Yu-Gi-Oh! is pretty popular but that uh, was some of the stuff. It was just like late to the market, though. I almost feel like it, you know. Well, yeah, and like iPods came out in the early 2000s, and then the Zune. Remember the Zune came out? And then the Zune, and then the Zune got popular. No one gave a, no, no, dude. No one ever gave a fuck about the Zune. The well, I know, like it, it, it's weird because they always caught on with like fringe groups. But then those fringe groups either jump ship later to Apple. Or to Samsung, but Samsung being a little bit more broader, so maybe you came from something different that will 
now integrate easier to what Samsung does with like an operating system yeah, yeah. or what Windows does versus Mac. Like I think it had something to do with very early on with what that was, you know, because like my my brother's whole family, uh, they're all apples, right? Huh. But then I have an Android, but my wife has an Apple. Like we're a house divided, dude. Like Hatfields and McCoys in the same roof, you know? Damn. All over technology, huh? That's it. That's because <laughs> the Terminator is the prequel to the fucking Matrix. That's true. It is fucking true, man. Well, no, dude, no, I, I mean, I appreciate, you know, talking about this stuff and just like, you know, shooting the shit about just, you know, goofing around and, and just, yeah. you know, nothing serious, dude. You know, it's it's got to be a little fun every once in a while. I agree. What else? Oh, uh, oh go ahead. Uh, you said you want to talk sports. I mean, I'm down to talk oh, some sports, dude. Talked a little hockey. Um, uh, I'm a big football guy. Okay. Well. I'm a big San Francisco 49er guy. I see the hat. I yeah. see that. And I got uh you can't see there's a there's a giant giant spy me too. I like the Giants. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, okay. But it's a little different for the San Francisco Giants cuz like I like my Giants uh but baseball is fucking boring to watch on TV. It's rough. It's rough. It's, it's especially like start to finish. Yeah. A little different than playoffs, you know. But like I care about giant baseball if it's like if they're you know eighty five and twelve and the preseason or the the postseason's right around the corner like that's about how much of the Giants baseball you know sure um but for the Niners it was like a, it was a stapled in my household because my dad went to high school with Ronnie Lott okay so we were always Niner fans um and I don't know man I I've heard a lot of interesting things about this topic of sports in our communities that we kind of run in, you know, the conspiracy guys yeah, are like, yeah. don't you guys know that's bread and circus and a yeah, psyop? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm fully aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. I also know that, uh, chicks learned makeup, you know, supposedly from fallen angels. And I'm pretty sure you're all wearing makeup. Like yeah, yeah. it's okay to like have these little enjoyments in, in the matrix, you know? As long as you know, you know that the matrix is there. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? I don't know if that makes no, a hundred percent, dude. No, I and, and the example that you used of like, uh, there's not many girls in the conspiracy community, really, but the ones that are there, they act like, like you said, you know, you can't, you can't uh, get into any of these things that are bread and circuses when you know you. I guarantee you wear makeup when you want to impress a dude, or when you you don't wear it for the guys, you wear it for the girls. You know, like yeah. how that's what they say, which is not true. But no. yeah, dude, it, it's um, it's interesting. Yeah, everyone needs like just a dumb escape from shit. I really enjoy the UFC a lot. Yeah, and um, yeah, I I realize it could absolutely be faked, but I enjoy. Sure, it. it's fucking yeah. fun, man. Well, uh, equated to this, man, it's like so. The other night, um, my wife was watching um. Uh, <coughs> It was like when we got a recording a show, my wife was watching uh, like Real Housewives of fucking whatever or something like that. Or it was like a Real Housewives of whatever. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, it's a new one. They got going on. Right OK. Now. Uh, or it's uh, it was like one of those love shows where like 
six guys live in a house with 12 women and they yeah. you know what i mean how um, many holes can they hit <laughs> that's the biggest sigh up of all time it's crazy it sounds fun though <laughs> and i'm like babe listen uh you know we're on the same page with most things and i was like why are you watching the show are you enjoying the show she's like this is purely mindless entertainment, and I'm tired. So I just put something on. Yeah, yeah. From a female's perspective, it's entertaining, right? And I said, listen, as long as you admit to me that this type of show for women is WWE to men. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'll have, then I fully accept why you're watching this. She's like, yeah, of course. And I was like, okay, as long as we're on the same page there. Because uh, it's, it's the same thing with, with a lot of these things, you know, like it's just wrestling. It's just wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. watching a play go on, you know. For some reason, I don't like wrestling. I feel like there's a lot of kids uh, that also grew up in the 90s that were very disenchanted when they figured out that it wasn't real. And then loved they hated it, it forever. Loved I loved it. it, dude. I loved it until I figured out it was fake. I thought that these dudes were actually fighting on TV like this as a kid. And then once yeah. I found it out, I was like, fuck these guys for lying. Yeah, to me. it was rough. It was rough, dude, for sure. Um yeah. Especially when I found out about it, you know, because I was like diehard. I, I'm sure my parents have VHSs out there of me still like doing like the Hulk Hogan or the Macho Man yeah. or whatever. I'd like. Hopefully, you mom- didn't do the Booker T where he uh, called Hulk Hulk Hogan the uh, the N word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good, get you nigga. And he, goes, oh. he got. He was like, oh shit. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that. This is a On different time. TV. They didn't even bleep it, dude. They didn't even bleep. It. Well, it was live, dude. There's some great wrestling bloopers, man. But yeah, dude. Yeah, it's good to to admit that uh, that we just need some fucking fun shit. We just need yeah, it. Dude. We need it. But um, are you up to any other fun shit other than just podcasting? Do you have hobbies before we wrap up? I'm I'm curious if obviously hockey is fun to watch. You guys are about to do something related to that, and uh, you know, but any other fun shit just to get your mind off the dark stuff um yeah i do i do two things usually when i'm just trying to take a mental break from you know find the new world order and illuminati yeah yeah it's tough work so, uh, dude speaking of i'm wearing our new world order spinoff shirts i'm wearing one right now nice the uh the new the you know the new world order yeah. it's the only new world order i would ever join is the wolf pack dude um <laughs> But um, I actually play like old video games from okay. when I was a kid. So I still have like a Sega, Nintendo 64, Dreamcast, PlayStation so. 1, 2, 3, 4, uh, GameCube, all like. And it just, whatever playing those video games, it was like connected in a way to my childhood because I remember it being a very sick time. Um, but also like, full of fun because you know from that time too like every video game was fucking awesome didn't matter what it was yeah donkey kong country's my yeah, shit it, it yeah it's everything was great um and that's like something i do uh, quite often to to step out of the the crazy world that we live in and uh take me a little back to when i remember what i did it was take me back to the to the pre 9-11 kid yeah yeah, that is yeah. what it was, you know. That's interesting. Yeah. That's cool, man. 
that's some good shit. I like to hear it. I like to hear that there's some fun going on out there. Oh yeah. Um, well, plug your stuff again, dude. I know, uh, you know, we, we got it at the beginning. I like to hit it twice. Um, obviously <laughs> you guys do a, you do a, yeah, every time the double tap, <laughs> you know, I, uh, I enjoy what you guys do though, man. You guys are nice dudes. Um, the few times that I've gotten to engage with everyone in your, uh, show is, is always really fun, man. But obviously talking with you is great, dude. Like I've talked with you many times and we will talk many more times. Yeah. So uh, share your stuff, dude. Yeah, man. Thanks again uh, for 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 doing this. This was fun. I had a, I had a great time. Man, we've been chit chatting for a while now. So. Yeah, dude, they, it, cool. it flies by just talking about nothing. You know? Yeah, for sure, dude. We didn't even get into interdimensional aliens or anal that's, probes that's or nothing. That's the whole point. Uh, which I like, man, because that was fun. I enjoy these. But, um, anyways, uh, whiskey beer conspiracy podcast. Uh. Big country. I'm one of the hosts of three. Chris Boya. Um, we're on all major podcasting platforms. Uh, video platform. You can watch us on Anchor. Um, Rockfin. Uh, we stream live once a month on Rockfin and Twitch. That's free. We have the members only uh, Hooligan Tavern. It's four ninety nine a month. So all different kinds of stuff going on. Rumble. So that's it. Not on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Not on Twitter because they were okay with child porn, so we left. So yeah, that's a good that's a good hill to die on there when it <laughs> comes to Twitter. But yeah, dude, no, I appreciate you hopping on and doing this. You know, it's a dumb show, but it's just meant to just kind of no. like uh, you know keep it in perspective that we need to decompress and just talk about shit that isn't just doom and gloom. Yeah, yeah, you know, sometimes childhoods are a little sad. Sometimes there's some shady shit in our past. But it's not just, uh, you know, talking about government pedophiles and uh, <laughs> fucking interdimensional aliens. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's meant to be like this, man. So thank you very much. Everyone needs to check out Whiskey Beer and Conspiracies. Uh, these dudes are awesome. And, uh, you know, you met one of the guys here. If you haven't listened to him already, check him out. We need to do an actual episode together soon, too. We do. So we'll do this soon. But until next time, everyone, take care and check out the man's work. See you later.